When I first saw Chase, I was going to pick up a few things from my new apartment in Brooklyn. There's this tall, lanky, 20-something-year-old kid with this cool NASA bomber jacket on, this massive smile on his face, and he's standing out front of the Walgreens. I can see as I'm walking to the door that he's, like, jumping up and down, and he's talking to everyone walking past him, and I'd only lived in Brooklyn for about two weeks at this point, but, I don't know, that was enough time to learn that people don't really talk to strangers here, or make eye contact with the people standing out front of the convenience stores, and if they start talking to you, you say, I'm in a rush, or sorry, I don't have anything, or you just ignore them altogether. I had my earbuds in and chose to just kind of point to them to imply I was on some sort of important call, which I for sure wasn't. It wasn't until I left the store and passed by him again that I actually heard what he'd been saying to me. Hello, how you doing today? Any word out the dictionary? Ah, freestyle, no curse. God, God bless. Whoever he was talking to, it wasn't me this time, apparently pulled a similar move as I did before, and so that was it. I walked back to my apartment a little regretful, I guess, for not giving him a shot, but it also gave me this weird level of anxiety, the idea of giving this stranger a word to rap with and potentially totally blow it, and then I'm forced to stand there as he stumbles through a freestyle about toothpaste or something. I went back to that Walgreens about a week later, and he was there again, and I discovered that that had been a completely irrational fear. Water, can I get the water to shoot across the border? I'm rapping on the corner just so I can make an order. Man, I want the ocean just so I can show my devotion. I get the ball, shoot in front of three like Cephalosha. Chase Mill! I'm Dan Fabi. This is City Folk, the show where we put a spotlight on the people around us that we sometimes avert our attention away from too quickly. We explore the stories of their lives, the things they've learned, and the nuanced perspectives they have of the way the world works. This is their chance to share with us, and this is our chance to listen. I hope you like it. Chase has been doing this freestyling for the masses since 2014, and I don't know how much positive energy he was projecting back then, but... Yeah, I can't imagine he's lost much over the years because this dude is, like, the happiest person I've ever seen. Yes, sir! Yes, <laughs> So here's the way it works. Someone will walk by, either they're going into the store or leaving it, and Chase will give his pitch. What's up, big brother? Any word out the dictionary, I'll freestyle with no curse. Then it can go one of two ways. Either that person will just kind of ignore Chase or decline in some way. Oh, thank you. No, sorry. Sorry. Not speak good English. Yes, sir. Or someone will bite, and Chase will launch into it. Germany. Germany. When I go to Germany, I'm trying to find my energy. Everybody say, Chase Mill, you're on the balcony. I'm an athlete when I go from America, because everybody here trying to assassinate my character. So I go to Germany, so I say hello. I want to pull in Germany with a yellow Camaro, like I'm Bumblebee. I got to go to Germany, and everybody see the lyrics writing on a loose leaf. Perfect. Hey! Awesome. Chase Mill, y'all from Chicago. For some reason, even when I wanted to participate in this and give him a word... As soon as he pitched it to me the next time I came back, I, like, froze up and completely forgot every word I'd ever known, and I was walking past him and just kind of stuttered my way through it, and went, uh, 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 and then just I walked into the Walgreens without saying, like, a full thing. So last week I decided I'd go back a little bit more prepared, and I brought a mic with me. 
Minivan. Minivan. I'm chilling in the minivan. I don't understand how the minivan drives over the pedestrians. But the minivan is big like an elephant. I know that's irrelevant. Everybody see the elements in the minivan. Got to do it with the sandwich. I vanish. Everybody see me speaking the Spanish. Really, I'm rapping. Got to do it like a rabbit chasing the carrots. When I do it, man, you know I go to Walgreens on the concrete. I'm only trying to chase my dreams. I'm about to action every day. I'm winning like I'm Charlie Sheen. And everybody see my scheme when I do it like I'm Shia LaBeouf. I get even as Steven. I got to do it because everybody, they leave it like it's Cleveland. But right now, I'm getting even sort of like a Shia LaBeouf. I get the nickel back, doing like a quarterback, rapping on the corner, cause right now I gotta get the sack like a linebacker with the nickel back, we going hard. I'm rapping on the corner, strumming on the damn guitar. But I like the sweatshirt, man, that stuff is awesome. Rapping on the corner, man, you know I'm kinda often. Everybody say Chase Mill, you in the coffin, rapping on the corner, cause right now I'm in the solvent. But can I do it with the groceries? And burst me. I do it with the energy of G-O-D. Yeshua told me I gotta preach, so I'm on the concrete. Everybody gotta see the gasoline. I mean I'm bringing the fire and everybody inquire about the gasoline, chasing my dream with promethazine. I'm moving slow, sort of like it's cold. I gotta do it right now, I gotta make me lean I'm with my city folk, chilling off in Brooklyn Rapping on the corner and everybody seem to be looking I don't know what they own, man, I'm acting kinda reckless I'm rapping on the corner, no, I do not need a necklace Do not need a dry top or a wristwatch Rapping on the corner with the converse, everybody gotta rehearse I gotta get a word out the dictionary So everybody can get on my nerve I'm flying like a bird off the curb You see me right now, Chase Mill got a crown So you know I'm am king I gotta do it just to chase my dream And everybody see Chase Mill, man, I'm chasing the scheme I got it, plug like a socket, I'ma do it every day Rapping on the corner from New York, I'ma east Yes, sir. Yes. Like I said, nuts. I've listened to this like 12 times now and it still doesn't make any sense to me. And yeah, I don't understand how someone even figures out they can do this. Really just, I feel like it was really God, man. Cause like, like I said, I went to Atlanta and I had nothing, man. I was walking around the streets and when I get real frustrated, what I used to do, I used to get frustrated. I used to play an instrument on my phone and walk around and just let all my frustrations out. Like just talking about everything, but I'm freestyling, you know, I'm rapping. And people used to just see me like, what the, that dude crazy, but he's spitting, he coming with some fire. So one particular day, I'm in Little Five Points in Atlanta, Georgia, east side. It's an art district in Atlanta. And I'm walking down the street and I'm doing this. I've been through so much. I haven't eaten in a couple days. I haven't took a shower in a couple days. I'm just going through a lot in my life at this point. So I'm walking down the street and I'm rapping, I'm spitting, I'm mad. And this particular guy, he stopped me. He said, hey bro, Man, you can rap. You can make some money off that. And I've been looking for how to make money off my talent. So I'm like, how? You know what I'm saying? How can I make some money? He's like, look, I sit on the corner all day. And that's what he did. He sits on the corner all day and asks somebody to donate him a word. He asks, can you donate me a word? And after they give him a word, he does a poem on the word. He does like a, a, a nice poem, you know? But the only thing he do, he would get like $10 a day and get drunk for the rest of the day. And then get up and do it again, get $10. So he never really lived it to his full potential. You know, he could have been as big as me, you know, but he never lived it to his full potential. So he said, so I was like, okay, I like how that, but how do I get money? He was like, man, just after you rap, ask for a donation. Just you please donate anything. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to be on the corner asking people for money. You know what I'm saying? That was just one thing I, I had a lot of resentment towards. Like, that's one thing I would never do, just put my hand down and just be begging for money. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that. He's like, no, you got to break your pride down, bro. You got to understand that you working. Once you rapping and you giving the freestyle, that's entertainment. That's, you know, you working for that. So you should be able to ask for a donation. If they don't have it, then it's cool, but just ask. So I said, all right, let me try it. First time I tried it, I got $20. The very first time I tried it, I got a $20 bill, and I never stopped. I was on that corner every day from 10 o'clock to 10 o'clock every day for about a year and a half. For about a year and a half straight and I from then because I have when I first started I had zero followers on Instagram so from a year and a half of me doing that I gained 4,000 followers so Chase is writing pretty high right now 
He's got that space carved out in little five points. He's meeting other rappers like ASAP Rocky, Jermaine Dupree, Offset. Everyone around Atlanta seems to know him. Like, he's getting routinely banned from local malls because every time he goes there, a crowd forms around him and the cops freak out. But then one night, something happens. One of my brothers, man, hit me with a Beretta, man. I really didn't know him. I swear to God, he tried to rob me. Chase posted this video on his Instagram on September 6th, 2017. He's laying on a hospital bed, and he looks drained. He's pale, he's got bags under his eyes, and he just looks tired. This was taken a few days after he'd had a show in Atlanta. That night, he was going home with his girlfriend, and he got shot. I was walking to a train station, and a guy just, out of nowhere, it was random, and a guy just tried to rob me at gunpoint, you know, and I followed him a little bit, and he shot me. It lacerated my lung and many surgeries and stuff like that. So after that, it was just, it was like, man, I gotta I gotta have my dream, bro. I got a bullet lodged in my chest, and I ain't the same, but I'm still the best. I'm trying to do it, but never neglect the art. And every day, every day, I'm gonna give y'all the art. Chase me, man. Thank y'all for y'all support. Chase finally gets out of the hospital, and he's kind of lost. There's something missing now. The passion he has for it is still there, but he's feeling some sort of discomfort, like he's not in the right place. This would really push me from Atlanta, because I didn't have the same mindset as the big fish. When I'm a big fish, oh, you lead to a bigger pond. I didn't have that same mindset. It was kind of, it was just, I wanted to stay in it, and I wanted to just glow in it. So, And I think the most I knew that, I think he knew that, if it was up to me, I probably would still been in Atlanta, Georgia to this day. You know what I'm saying? But um, that happened. Um, I, I got shot. And um, after I came out the hospital, it was like I was a celebrity in Atlanta at this point. And it was like it wasn't the same. When I came back into the success, it wasn't the same. And, and it didn't feel the same. And I was just looking for a way out. You know, I was like, man, I got to go. I got to get out. So that's when I got the U-Haul. You pay $20 cash and you're supposed to bring the U-Haul back the next day. But I took it and went cross country, you know what I'm saying? So so that's how I've been getting from state to state. I've been using the same method. I've just been getting a U-Haul, and um, I take it, and then I give it back to whatever city I'm going to. So I was Okay, to be honest, I still don't totally understand the way this works. He tried to explain it to me, but I don't really get how it's legal. Like, there's got to be certain things that would prevent this, but... Anyway, Chase makes it to L.A. somehow, and this is where he finds a lot of success. LA was very chill, bro. Like, I gained maybe like 38,000 followers. And I used to rap with them, make 250 a day, my boy. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. And I was kind of like a celebrity. You know what I'm saying? It got to the point where it got claustrophobic. So then I was like, man, I want to go to a, a better place with better for my talent, but where nobody knows me too much, you know? So that's when I left to New York. I thought New York, from hearing about New York. So again, Chase is going to pick up and leave. But this time he doesn't have to use that questionable U Haul method because he's got a few people with him. And they're going to make a trip out of it. I, was, I left L.A. and I tried to go on like an Any Word tour. And I had one of my producers that had a truck. We filled the whole truck up with food. I left my lease. I had it like a, um, a one-bedroom apartment, me and my girl in Los Angeles. I ended the lease because I wanted to do something big. I wanted to go on a tour. And I wanted to um, go from state to state. A lot of states was calling me to their states. So I wanted to go. So we got a truck. We filled it up with food. And we went on road. And um, make a long story short, a lot of bad things start to happen. Um, the police pulled us over. My girl ended up getting locked up. Um, the driver, 
um, kind of want to relent in and was like, man, I don't want to do it no more. I don't want to do the tour. So me and my girl, we in the middle of, we were in Colorado at the time, and we just like, man, what are we going to do? So my dad, he's in Kentucky at the time. He was like, look, man, I'm going to buy you a bus ticket, and I'm going to bring you to Kentucky, and you figure out what happens after that, you know, whatever you do. So I went to Kentucky. I shared out with my dad for a couple weeks, man, you know what I'm saying? And from there, I had another friend that was like, man, I'm going to buy the truck, and we're going to drive from there to from Kentucky to New York. So that's what happened. I met a guy in Kentucky. He bought a truck, and then we went from Kentucky to New York. Damn. Yeah, so it's crazy. So if I never went and went to um, Kentucky, I never met the guy. Uh, we're good friends now to this day, and we never would have been um, in New York if I never would have met him. So I had to go to Chase Kentucky. Chase somehow only person. finds the beauty in all of this serendipity, which kind of shocks me because it's not exactly like once he got to New York, things were just great. Hey, you said you're homeless. Like, where do you live? Like, now? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm homeless. Um, I've been, I've been, I sleep in a park right here. There's a park right up the street. I sleep in the park. Last couple of days, my friend, he had a studio. So I just been sleeping in the studio. Um, I ain't been really recording. Um, they've been having sessions coming through. But I'm just able to go in there and just get my nice sleep, get up, and get my um, due diligence for the day, and just come back and sleep. And I don't know how stable that is, you know, every night. I don't, I'm not sure if that's going to be every night. But lately, because it's been cold and raining and stuff, you know what I'm saying, I've been doing that. But the other couple nights, you know what I'm saying, I sleep on the train, you know what I'm saying, I get some sleep on the train, you know, a cat nap or something, and get back to it, you know. Um, condos, because I don't always, I don't never look homeless, you know what I'm saying, Whether whatever situation, I don't never look it. You know what I'm saying? I, I know it's my situation, but I try to, you know, keep that um, character about myself. So I can, um, so that allows me to go into um, condos when people like go and press their button in the condo. I'm behind them; they let me in instead of seeing somebody else that looks kind of like, you know, intimidating or something like that, where they don't let people in. But they let me in, then I can find a stairway or I can find a couch or something like that. Um, different things in Atlanta. I was sleeping in the West End. It was a big hotel. And a lot of people would come in. I would just take the floor. I would just take the, the um, elevator all the way up. And they would have this, um, like, auditorium. And it was empty. You know what I'm saying? I was sleeping there. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of fans from city to city. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of fans. So a lot of people that knew me when I was in L.A. that lived in New York, they was hitting me up. Hey, man, Chase Mill, come to New York. I got your back when you come. You know what I'm saying? And they, and they did. When I came, they were, um, you know what I'm saying, I got a couple people. They would take me out to eat. You know what I'm saying? They um, give me clothes. You know what I'm saying? Just a couple fans that have been following me. So that's just different ways how I've been living through my through my situation. You know what I'm saying? But I, I do understand that me being in this situation and me going through this um, um, adverse times, quote-unquote, um, it helps me, you know what I'm saying, to build a bigger fan base. Because I understand if I had a house and I was sleeping and taking a shower and I was able to just chill certain days and rest certain days, I wouldn't be gaining the success I'd be gaining. Because some days, bro, like when I meet the people I meet, some days I don't want to go out. Some days I don't want to rap. Some days I don't want to smile. Some days, and that's just me. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I don't show it. But just some days I'm a regular human like everybody else. Some days I feel the same way. But those are the days when I push through it, I find the most success. When I push through it, like, man, I don't want to rap today. I'm like, oh, let me just go out and see what happens. Then I end up meeting Jane Smith. Then I end up, you know what I'm saying? It's some big thing. So it's like I thank God for allowing me my my survival 
It's based on me rapping because I'm rapping. It's based on my survival. I got to survive every day. I got to eat. I got to do these type of things. Okay. Chase is, again, like the most positive person I've ever met and very clearly has this incredibly thoughtful resilience. Like, quick recap. He got shot. His girlfriend got locked up. His producer abandoned him in the middle of the country. He's homeless. And he went from being basically famous in L.A. to a place where, like, no one knows him. And they ignore him. Like I did. It's a hard feeling, bro. Like, man, it's hard, but... I understand that to continue to matriculate and continue to gain success, you kind of got to go through adversity, not just straight up you living a bad life. But, you know, if I keep if, if you kept telling me, Chase Mill, you good, you good, you a good rapper, that won't make me better. But you telling me, hey, Chase, Mill, I think you need to slow down when you rapping. I think you need to incorporate more flow when you rapping. That makes me better, you know what I'm saying? Because now I'm going through something and now I have to understand how another audience how their perspective is, you know what I'm saying? I have to understand that. So me taking myself from the basically at the top where I was and back down to the bottom is like, it hurts, but it's, it makes me stronger. And it gives me more feel to when I'm writing music. It gives me more, you know, um, hunger when I come at freestyling or music because if I, went, if I was in LA, I felt like kind of like a celebrity, whereas I don't have to just be out here rapping and trying to get something. I already got it, so it's like, you know, I'm chilling. But now in New York, it's kind of snatching me back out of that. You know, like, no, nah, you're not a celebrity. You look at you. These people walking past you like you ain't nothing. They don't know nothing about Chase Bill, your Instagram, your YouTube. They don't know nothing. So they walking past you. So now it, I can feel that. And now I come with more feel when I rap. I come with more feel when I write. Because, like, my whole my whole um, persona is life is like a video game. If you, you know you play video games. And when I play a video game, it's parts of the video game where you get stuck in the game and you don't know where to go. You know what I'm saying? You don't know where to go. So you just run around. You ain't fighting no enemies. You just doing nothing. You just run around trying to find where to go. Then you find a little door. You go through the door. The enemies start coming. And you start fighting enemies. That's when you know you're going the right way. So I look at life the same way. You know, when negativity start coming my way, okay, I know I'm going somewhere right. But when life is so good and just bliss, it's like, oh, man, something ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to start learning something, going through certain type of um, puzzles and um, mind games in life, not just, you know, on phones or anything, but in life. You know what I'm saying? I got to go through these things, you know what I'm saying, to learn and have a better character. And with that philosophy, which I love, by the way, it's like my favorite thing, he, he's definitely headed in the right direction, quote unquote. Because, yeah, New York has not been easy for him. And although Chase has been basically playing on expert mode for most of his adulthood, those enemies he's talking about rarely ever come in the form of other people. Or at least that's not how he sees it. Chief, I love people, man. I'm such a people person. Good people, bad people. I love my own, bro. <laughs> I love my own, bro. It's just, you got to love people, man. You love man. bad people? I love them, man. It make the world go around. You know what I'm saying? If the world was just all good, like, it wouldn't be no motivation. You know what I'm saying? You want to be motivated. There's something so funny and fun to me about Chase's unbridled love for everyone, which is so tangible and real and is given so fully to whatever type of person walks past him. Finance bros. What's up, brother? Good to see you, man. Yes, sir. Good to see you. Brooklyn hipsters. What's up, brother? How you doing? Old ladies. Hello. The people that work at that Walgreens. Have a great day. This homeless guy that looked exactly like Bob from Twin Peaks. 
What's up, brother? It's Hello. good seeing you. What's up, brother? Okay, that last one's kind of a deep cut. I don't know if people are going to get that, but it was, like, dead on. All of these people recognize Chase and know him and are excited to see him. And I think that's kind of where Chase gets this principle of no cursing when he freestyles to accommodate and appeal to everyone who's willing to listen to him. Um, uh, a kid came to me. He came to me back when I fir first started rapping, and he said he wanted to be a rapper. And I'm like, man, for real, he wanted to hear me. He wanted me to hear his rhymes. And all it was was booty shaking, robbing, killing, and this a little boy. And I know you ain't been in the club. You ain't got an ID. I know you ain't been seeing people shooting. You only eight years old. You only been in this life for eight years old. Eight years. So it's like. So I, when I seen that, I understood that he only did that because what he seen and what he heard. And that's what he thought was cool. So when he's coming to his favorite rapper, which was Chase at the time, he was coming to him to show him some beautiful art of his. But for me, it was like a kind of a turnoff because it was like, wow, you're you, you, you just following. But it's not because of him. It's just because that's what we want as human beings. We want to be accepted. You know what I'm saying? So if I want to be accepted and all I see is negativity, that's what I'm going to express is negativity because I want to be accepted. So when the, when the little kid, he said that to me, I told him, like, man, look, that is not true. You know, that's them. That's those rappers. And you let those rappers be those rappers. And I had a whole career, like, of me rapping, you know what I'm saying, negativity. And I'm coming from the south side of Chicago, and I didn't always know myself. You know what I'm saying? So I, when I grew up, I was the same way as a little kid. I'm trying to be accepted when Chief Keith was blowing up, little dirt coming out the city, and I'm knowing these people, and they getting million-dollar checks. And I want the same thing at the time. You know what I'm saying? And I want to be accepted. So I did the same thing. So now I do no cursing to show that we can do something positive. That a rapper can do it. First of all, we can freestyle. and We can do something off impulse. Everything ain't going to be written. But we can put some talent in it. And we can do it with some sophistication and some elegance. You know, and some um, teaching. You know, because me not cursing, it makes me go to different words and big words that when I use it also teaches people like when I say um one person told me when I say boom or bang that's an automatopoeia they said bro I learned that from you from listening to Chase Mill I didn't learn that from no teacher I learned automatopoeia from listening to you so it also showed me that wow so me using my vocabulary and and doing creative things with these words is also teaching so on the contrary when you cursing and talking about negativity you also teaching and you're teaching negative negativity and I don't want to teach negativity I want to teach life and you know what I'm saying love you know what I'm saying if you want to follow Chase his Instagram is Chase underscore Mill his YouTube is just his name Chase Mill and his music can be found at datpiff.com that's d-a-t-p-i-f-f.com there's a link to it in his Instagram bio all of this information will be in the description of this episode. Thank you again, Chase, for talking to me and for being the first guest on the show. This was like the coolest possible intro episode I could have hoped for, and it's because of you. If there's someone in your city that you constantly pass by and believe might have a life worth knowing about and a story worth telling, go, go talk to them. There's like a 100% chance you're right about them. And then send us an email, and maybe we will too. You can find that info in the description as well. I'm Dan Fabi. This is City Folk. Thanks for listening.
I want to talk about the city folk. Everybody see us on the corner, man, we low pro, so low and so ho. I got to do it like Mario, because everybody see the city folk. We got the cardio, we on the streets, on the concrete. I like a star, like astrology, everybody got to see me. I'm the city folk, rapping got to preach like a preacher. A path to disguise as a rapper, don't catch amnesia. Got to give it to the people, because I'm lethal. Number two, there's like the sequel, but it's the city folk. So you know we here, every day we talking to the people, looking in their eyes to face our fears. City folk. Chase Mill, Chase Mill, Chase Mill, y'all get it too. It's awesome.